0: Welcome to Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store SoHo in New York. Please welcome our moderator from EW, Sara Vilcommerson.
1: Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome. We're going to bring everybody up in a second, but uh, do you want to see a trailer for Paper Towns first, maybe? Let's do that.
0: The way I figure it,
2: everyone gets a miracle. My miracle was, I wound up living across the street from Margot Roth Spiegelman. She was an arguably the most gorgeous creature that God had ever created. Margot's life was a series of unbelievably epic adventures. Why are you going to spend the rest of high school pining for this girl? As senior year drew to a close, Margot and I were practically strangers. Until this one night. What the? Margot?
3: I need to borrow your car. What? I have nine things I need to do tonight.
2: Can't you just get your boyfriend to do it?
3: Ex-boyfriend. My boyfriend has been cheating on me. Revenge plot begins.
2: Not as weird as it looks. Stop. I can't believe you just did that.
3: Take the picture. Now! <laughs> okay, now that was fun.
2: I can feel my heart beating in my chest.
3: That is the way you should feel your whole life. It's beautiful. It's a paper town. Paper houses and paper people. Everything's uglier up close.
2: Not you. I think it's going to be different in the morning?
3: I really hope so.
2: Margo always loved mysteries. Maybe she loved them so much she became one.
4: She's gone. When was the last time you saw Margot?
5: You were with her. Her last night, it has to mean something.
2: There's something in Margo's window. She left little clues, like breadcrumbs. I found something.
0: I think she's sending you a message. Come find me.
4: We're trying so hard.
2: You'll go to the paper towns, and you'll never come back. I think I know where she might be.
5: I'm going with you.
2: She's going. I'm I'm definitely going. (laughs) Take a risk. Stop planning so safe. Maybe that's what she's been trying to tell me the whole time. What can I say? I'm on a mission.
1: Hey! (laughs)
2: Yeah, I the
1: future The future
2: Everyone gets a miracle. My miracle is Margot Ross Spiegelman.
1: Okay, let's bring out author John Green. <laughs> Cara Delevingne matt wolf halston sage and director jake schreier Woo! hey
0: everybody
2: hello hi guys hi how's it going hey it's good to see you wow. i haven't seen you oh, in hello. a while we didn't hi. really get to you. hi
0: yes hi
1: hi Hi, we okay good all right Sean. we're going to start with you
2: hi um,
0: sarah
1: hi uh, what was the most important thing for you when it, it comes to bringing Paper Towns from the book to the to the screen version? What was most important to keep from the book?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm not like a plot-driven writer or or a plot-driven person, I guess. Like, so the most important thing to me was to keep the ideas, especially the the idea that's at the center of the book that it's incredibly difficult to imagine. What it's like to be someone else, like it's incredibly difficult to sort of escape the prison of your consciousness and really empathize with other people, but that like it's also the central job of being a person. And I thought that Jake um, and, and Weber and Newsatter who wrote such a brilliant script, did a great job of that. And then um, you know, the other thing is that like a movie is really ultimately made from its performances, and uh, so I just had to cross my fingers and hope that the cast was good. And it turned out that instead of being good, they were great. And that's why the movie's great, Aww. I think. Thanks, John. <laughs> Not so much Nat, but everyone else.
1: <laughs> and Jake, as the director, what about for you? What was what was some of the favorite parts of the book that you wanted to make sure got on screen?
4: Uh, I mean, I also, more than anything, like I love the theme of the book, that someone could write a story that was both about the tropes of a lot of high school books and then subverting all those tropes in the end. and that you could have an adventure that was super fun and a mystery, that ultimately the twist was a, a character twist, and it was about the way that we look at women and put them up on pedestals that they can't sustain, and that you could do that in like a fun, engaging movie. I thought that was an incredible thing that John blended in the book, and if there was a way to do that in a movie, that was super exciting.
1: Yeah. And,
4: oh, and the gas station scene. Also the gas station scene. More than anything, really that. I just said the other thing that like sounds smart at the... Yeah, That's but you usually the pee joke in the gas, in the car. <laughs> lots of pee jokes. Mostly the pee jokes. Sorry, I'm doing this all wrong.
1: <laughs> well, so so much about Paper Towns is sort of the idea that you have preconceived ideas about people before you meet them. So I'm curious, what surprised all of you guys about each other when you got to meet each other on set? Um, Sorry, I wasn't listening. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs>
2: You go. Um, I guess I realized, you know, I, I I was somehow the only human being on earth that didn't know who Kara was. Um and she came into the chemistry read and she just blew blew me away. Blew me away what a great actress she was. Um, and then later on I figured out that she was also this, you know a uh, huge huge star but really i hope everybody else can go into the movie without the preconceived notions of Kara and just see her as you know a, a really good actress and then you know with with a great actress like like halston it was one of those things where i got to see a, a a tape and i got to read with all the people and i didn't pick anybody in the movie that was jake in the in the studio but i everybody who i like the best is in the movie so boom <laughs> i got good taste <laughs>
3: <laughs> boom um I just, it was one of the most amazing um, experiences, which I don't think I'll ever do anything like this again. I really felt like I met some of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. And everyone is so talented, but yeah, also some of the nicest people. And I really, you know, hope that we can do a Paper Towns too, John.
0: John, write it. Come on, John.
3: John.
5: Yeah. So no, that was nice. I, well, I, um... <laughs>
0: I'm on it. No, I... <laughs> can we just have the same cast but in a different story? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Like, it takes place in Paris.
0: Like the Outsiders <laughs> and Rumblefish. Paper
4: the towns North, in Rumblefish. Or the North Pole? Like no, Eskimos how about Paris? The North Pole's
0: all right, but how about Paris? Or, like... Space. What about? Nope. Nope. That's... <laughs> first off, there's no way we can afford the budget for space. <laughs> Sorry, Halston. What were your preconceived notions about us? <laughs>
5: uh... Oh, well, <laughs> no, I was just, I, I I was, like Cara was saying, like I, I went to an all-girls high school and I had always had like this dream of what I wanted my high school experience to be like. And, you know, you're a little girl and you dream about going to prom and walking away with these, you know, friends for life. And that's just how I felt about everyone on set. And I also learned that they're all crazy. <laughs> Not
3: yeah.
4: as crazy as you. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, uh, I,
0: I, I kind of had the same experience that... that Q has or that like everyone has in the story, which is that like I went into it and I was like, oh like I know about Kara because I follow her on Instagram and like so I get Kara and I know Nat because I've um It's a little distracting. Um because uh you know, like, we worked together on The Fall in Our Stars. And then when I met Halston, I was like, oh, and I know, like, bubbly blonde California girls. Like, I know what they're like. Um, but, like, everybody w- was, of course, like, far more complex than I, I imagined. And, like, Kara um, sort of deconstructed all of my ideas about her within minutes and turns out to be this incredibly sensitive, kind, and generous person, Halston... Um, you know, is, is smiley and is, is blonde and is from California, Hi. but is also super dorky and really intelligent and incredibly thoughtful and very talented. And Nat um, is, uh, you know, he's, a, he's got a great look, you know, like he looks like a movie star. So that's carried him a long way. Okay, John. I love Nat. This is going really well for you, Nat. This what? is really. This do you is want me to move panel. over? Yeah. Should,
2: <laughs> I,
3: should I get out of the way?
2: So basically, they're just all trying to burn me. <laughs> they're all trying to diss me. But uh, what we all learn is that we all love each other, and we're all here because we love John's book. And we want to do it justice, you know. And uh, we know you guys love it. Uh, so we wanted to make a movie that honored the feelings and the themes that that um, you know it presented. You did a great job, man.
1: Do you guys wanna see a clip from the movie, maybe? No. Oh, oh okay, I'm hold gonna on, try Jackie. to
0: do this with my Apple Watch.
1: What? Do I get an Apple Watch? Hold on.
0: Uh, hold on, I'm gonna try to make this happen.
2: Margo? Shh. Margo, hey.
3: Look, I need to borrow your car. What? Your car. I don't have a car. I mean your mom's car.
2: Mmm, I- Also,
3: I need to drive the car, because I have nine things I need to do tonight, and more than half of them require a getaway driver.
2: What are you, is committing felonies?
3: Ooh, remind me, is breaking and entering a felony?
2: Yes, what?
3: Well, okay, uh, I gotta go, so are you in or out?
2: Why can't you just get one of your underlings to help you out, like Jace or Lacey or Beck? They're
3: part of the problem, actually.
2: What problem?
3: There are nine problems.
2: And your boyfriend is one of them?
3: Ex.
1: So Jake, do you want to set up a little bit what we just
4: saw? Q's been living his life exactly like staying in his lane. He loves the girl from across the street and he thinks he has no shot. He's going to go off to college. Everything's going to be fine. And then one night, she comes to his window and leads him on the most amazing night ever of revenge and excitement. And and we just watched it. So that's what you, uh, (laughs) so that's what happened. Was it okay? (laughs) Come on, guys. (laughs) Bill.
1: Kara, uh, was there something about the character of Margot particularly that interested you when you wanted to play her?
3: Not really. I kind of, yeah, there was so much. I think when I first read the book, it was, I needed to know Margot. I wanted to be friends with her. I wanted to be on that adventure. I, but I wanted to kind of figure her out more, and I think that was what drew me to her the most. And kind of figuring out that for myself as well, you know, making up her deepest secrets and her inner thoughts and stuff was really fun for me. Um, And kind of going on the same journey as everyone else of like discovery with her was really cool.
1: Do you feel like you figured her out?
3: No, I'm still figuring her out. But I aspire to be Margot, you know, there are some, apart from the parts where she um, is not great. (laughs) But, you know, that's part, you know, her fearlessness and just. Bravery and living in the moment, and that kind of—you know—I think all of us can aspire to parts of Margot, apart from the bits where she leads him on. That's not nice. Don't do that.
0: That's <laughs> <not>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I—I I felt like I learned a lot about the characters through making the movie, which was really cool to me because, you know, this is a book that came out seven years ago, and it was interesting to revisit it. And, you know, Kara brought things to Margot that helped me to understand Margot in a way that I didn't really when I was writing the book and uh, you know halston and austin and uh justice and jazz all brought uh, things to their characters that that really gave the, it lots of like nuance and complexity and made those relationships feel so real to me. Um, even when I was on set, but then like especially when I was watching the movie. And then the only character that like I thought I knew all the way was Q because I see the world out of his eyes when I'm when I'm writing. And I was really worried about that. Like I was really worried about like when when Nat doesn't sound like the Q of my imagination. Am I gonna be like Nat? Nat? He says it like this. He says like this um but what actually happened is that like from the moment i got to the set uh nat just became q for me and everything sounded the way it sounded in my head and everything and that was just magical to feel like wow he's he understands this kid like completely uh and that 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 meant so much to me that was the coolest part of the whole movie process for me thanks Tom.
1: Uh, we have some He's questions. so nice.
0: <laughs> it's true. I wouldn't be here if I didn't like you guys. I'd be home with my cool kids. You John. like us better than your kids? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I already see the headline.
1: Do you want to pick one of these questions? Oh, sure. We've, we've got, got some
0: social questions for the cast on our iPad. It's amazing how many, like, Apple products are here. I don't know why. Um, what was your favorite scene to shoot in the movie? This comes from uh, at Edward is the man. I don't know if Edward is also the person tweeting it or if it's a different Edward, but.
3: That's actually my Twitter, so. Oh,
0: who's, who's the Edward that you like so much? Oh, you are Edward?
3: Oh. Multifaceted, John.
0: Yeah, you can you take, as, as, as Whitman put it, you contain multitudes. What was your favorite scene to film?
3: I don't know. The whole, the whole pranking night was really one of the most amazing things, especially to live in your mind. I was like, who did you do a lot of pranks? How creative are you with pranks? If I ever need to do one, I know who I'm coming to.
0: Yeah. Cause you should come to my wife cause she plotted most of that stuff out for me.
3: Ah, you I know, know, Sarah, oh, she's, Sarah. Pretty, she's hard. Yeah.
0: yeah. She doesn't mess around.
3: And no, never, never play pool with her cause she'll whoop you. <laughs> yeah. As we all know.
0: Yeah. Jake, Kara, and I nice. all got schooled at pool by, by Sarah. Yeah, she pool schooled shark Schooled at pool. Yeah. yeah, she lost the first game on purpose like a real pool shark Didn't would. Didn't we bet money on that? Yeah, and then yeah. when we started betting money, she started killing it. Yeah. Nat?
2: Um, did I play pool with... <laughs> uh, I, I you would say, my, d- yeah, my, my, yeah, my favorite scene uh, would probably... I have two. One of them was when I... Sh- one of the, f- the first scene that I shot with Kara was... When um, we're in the street and we're saying goodbye, to, uh, saying goodbye to each other for the night, and she tells me that my comfort zone is really small, and there was something magical about it, and um, uh, and I just knew, oh, this is gonna be good. You that know, was Quentin the first scene we shot. Yeah, first one we shot. So nice. And uh, and then my my actually my other favorite was like the, one of the last scenes I shot when I came to prom, um, and there's no lines in it or anything, but but I was saying goodbye to. Um, the, uh, the characters, you know, Quentin is saying goodbye to his friends, basically, but he's coming to prom. And at the same time, I was kind of saying goodbye to those actors, you know, because we had spent this amazing two months together and so it felt completely real and, you, you know, constantly you're always searching for things that blur the line between the movie and reality and then it always gets kind of mixed up and, uh, and that was one of those really great moments where it felt completely <laughs> real, you know, saying goodbye to Justice and Austin and Halston and Jazz and then, you know, and also Kara.
5: Halston? Um, I also had two favorite scenes. I loved bathtub scene. Um, so this...
0: good in the movie. <laughs> I love that scene.
5: Thanks, John. No, I think when I was reading the book and the script, it was the first time I actually was like, okay, I'm going to have to kill someone to be in this movie. <laughs> like, I just related to Lacey so much, and some of the, the words that John had actually written were thoughts I'd had growing up and um, still have today. So, um, And, of course, I uh, had that scene with Nat so that was really amazing to work with him but also the gas station scene was yeah. really fun it was like really fast like you know the gas station scene happened so quickly and we actually filmed it it was like we were just running all day
2: one of my, my favorite line in the movie is probably when Halston says "One minute!" when she screams out in the gas station because Halston has so many amazing, amazing, amazing talents <laughs> but voice control is not one
4: of them. She's very loud. Is, volume level is not one of them. So when you see that in the movie, it's an inside joke. You'll know about it. You'll know. Yeah, why, why, she uh, just Lacey's screams yelling. out one minute. We had her. T- but Jake. that's something I love
0: about Halston. Like Halston is so. Like, when I say that Halston is like dorky or nerdy, what I mean is that like she's like completely unironically enthusiastic and like she gets genuinely excited about stuff. And that's super refreshing. Like I I see that as a huge character asset. So it's true that you can't control whether you are uh, whispering or yelling, but it's because you're an enthusiast.
5: (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Thanks, John.
4: Uh, my favorite scene, so there's a scene in the movie where uh, Q and Margo are dancing and there's a song playing uh, and then when I was a nerdy kid about the age that Q would have been, I listened to crappy light rock uh, radio and one of my favorite songs was Lady in Red by Krista Berg, which none of you know, maybe some of you know it. You're about to know it. You're about to know it big it's time. It's gonna have a great second life now. Cause they're dancing to the music, and I was like, yeah. do I get to pick the music for the scene? And they were like, yeah, do you have any ideas? And I was like, I have one very specific idea. <laughs> <laughs> and we listened to, to it on attribute. set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's now Nat's new favorite song, I hope. Is it? Yeah.
2: yeah. Lady, Lady in Red. Lady red.
0: In red.
4: <laughs> I think you're going to have to bleep that for copyright
0: or else Krista Berg is going to get a check.
1: <laughs> 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 Nate. John, do you have a favorite scene? Can you pick?
0: Uh, I mean, it's really hard for me to pick because uh, I really like the movie and I feel so grateful to everybody who made it. I feel like I won the lottery. Um, I guess. Uh, uh, the bathtub scene is is really one of my favorite scenes in the, in the movie um but everything that happens that night on the road trip there's a convers they're going on a big road trip and then they for reasons that involve a cow uh end up on the side of the road for a little while chatting and um that whole night was really special for me and I I think the conversation with the boys is pretty awesome and uh and Halston and and Austin have a really great scene there and Jazz and and um I only call (laughs) Radar, Justice. Um, I always mix up real names, sorry. Jazz and Justice have a great scene in in there, and that's like, that whole night feels really special to me. We just call you Author. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've gotta stop calling you guys by your character names, it's super rude.
1: Uh, We're gonna show another clip, do you wanna explain it? ahead of this time beforehand, yes, let's do it
4: that way. Before the clip. Uh, So this is later on in the night, they've already played a few pranks. Things are escalating and then they get to one Chuck Parsons has.
0: Uh, and I am genuinely going to try to do this with my Apple watch again. I feel again. like I saw
4: the lights dim before you touched anything on that watch, John. I don't know if I believe John you. John isn't doing this on his watch. I am
0: doing it. Look, watch, watch. You can't do it. You don't have the power. No, oh, you're messing it up. You're messing. Car, car, ah, it's in my, ah. Car broke the clip. Always wet willies, always. That doesn't, that, that makes it worse. Now it's on music. I think we can I got it
1: You didn't
0: do anything I did do it Who is here?
3: Chuck Parson Chuck Parson You didn't think a scumbag like Chuck Parson Could emerge unscathed, did you? Don't worry What are you gonna think? What do I regret more? Removing Chuck's eyebrow. Or not removing Chuck's eyebrow. I get it. What
1: the? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Look at us three ninjas!
2: You're a ninja, I'm not a ninja. You're
3: a ninja too.
2: A really awkward one I can feel my heart beating
4: in my chest.
3: That's how you know you're having fun. Jake yeah. knew every word. That was
5: amazing. I've only That's watched it we 90 times. So.
4: Like I can say one thing about that clip so that when my first meeting with the producers, when I was trying to get this movie very badly, one of the only ideas I had for them was like, at some point, Margot should do a, do like a Dukes of Hazard power slide over a minivan for which you definitely <laughs> cannot do it. And Carr did such an amazing job of that in the actual movie. It made me very happy.
0: Woo! Woo!
1: Woo! I thought that was my idea. Come well, on. Well that's convenient. Okay. <laughs> I'm that was actually one yeah. of my favorite scenes of the movie. So there we go. And it's pretty good. Chuck Parson, yeah. Um, I like revenge. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to pick another one of these, John? Oh sure.
0: Um, how about uh, this question from Infinitely Brave? Another bold that's Twitter me. handle. Uh-huh. uh yeah, it's another another car pseudonym. One thing you couldn't leave behind when going on a road trip. Paper Towns. It's true. The, John Green. The you DVD. Guys. Oh no, the yeah. book. That's much better. Great point. Uh, yeah, the book, Paper Towns. <laughs> you can Thanks, probably Sean. leave me behind because I'm the worst driver
4: that ever existed. But
5: you're good, you're good entertainment. I'm yeah. still be good afraid from every time we got in
3: a car with Nat. Yeah.
4: Nat got his driver's license I think two days before we started shooting and had to do I all I didn't the even the have the physical movie.
2: license. I just had a receipt.
3: He nearly ran over an AD. That was fun.
0: Let me tell you, the state of New York is great in so many ways, but there is something fundamentally wrong with the way that it distributes driver's licenses to people because there like is N-Y-C, no... NYC. NYC. There is no way on earth that Nat Wolf should have been issued a license. <laughs> um, uh, the one thing, that I would take Nat, because even though I would have to do all the driving, it would, I would have amazing company.
3: Thanks, John. I'm yeah. only allowed to take one. You know wa- <laughs> yeah, me and Holston. We'll go on our own road you trip, Yeah, thanks.
0: I think I'd rather go with them, John.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right,
0: Jake and I are going on a road trip. Yay. I'll, I'll take you, John. <laughs> thanks, buddy.
1: Uh, so you guys obviously all got along really well. You're in North Carolina filming, yeah. right? Did any of you take any uh, souvenirs from the set home with you? We
3: all got a Black Santa. That was fun.
2: I took Austin Abrams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Oh, I stopped, oh, no, nope. no,
3: I'm kidding. Uh, I took my shoes home with me. I don't know if I was allowed, but I did. You know. are we nice? going to need
4: those back? Keep We've been go. wondering where the shoes were, and uh, thanks, for, Damn thanks it. for reporting it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, took a, I took a lot of stuff.
0: Um, yeah, I took uh, uh, Ben's beer sword. Uh, I took the J in the Jefferson Park High School sign. I took uh, Q's copy of the fourth Harry Potter book. Um, Did you take the Mountain Goats poster? I took the Mountain Goats poster, and I also took the uh, Woody Guthrie poster. I, on the last day, after they wrapped, I basically, like, robbed. T- yeah, I, ba- yeah, I, ro- robbed. I basically <laughs> went to the set and, and took
4: everything that wasn't nailed down. Actually one of the nicest things that John did is got all of us a gift of the actual original uh ESO map that the, one of the first maps to actually have Aglo you, printed on it.
0: I wrote you a ni- I remember I wrote you a note oh, and you yeah. d- All of us except for
4: Cara, <laughs> Because she got the shoes and so Kara no, now remembers. It just took her a second.
0: But yeah, so I got everybody maps with the actual Aglo on them from the thirties and forties. Thank you, John. Yeah, thank you. Nat, Nat clearly has lost his, but that's all right. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's right under, it's in, it's in,
2: the, in my drawer. Where the unicorns
3: oh. are, under my bed.
1: Well, how, how helpful is it to have the author on set every day when you guys are working on the movie? Did you guys get to come and talk to him about your characters? And
3: he was actually there as a distraction to try and make our lives harder. He was there for me as a, as a hand-warmer target
0: which was fun. Yeah, Carr kept throwing. It was very cold in North Carolina, and Carr would Freeze throw the hand warmers at me. And she has, I mean, among Carr's many talents is that she has just astonishing arm strength. I mean, she could be a major league baseball pitcher if she wanted to be, but she also has astonishing accuracy. So I would just be, like, sitting next to the monitors with Jake, the director, and I would see Jake take, like, a half a step back. And I would be like, uh, well, that's an interesting thing. I wonder why Jake... Ow!
3: And they're not soft, either. No, no,
0: no. it wasn't fun. Yeah. I did not enjoy it.
3: It was great for me, though. So, Yay, thanks. <laughs> Glad I could help. I it was wonderful.
2: I mean, actually, when it came down, you know, before we started shooting, I had already been, f- been friends with John from uh, The Fault in Our Stars. And... um we had talked a couple times about the about the movie, but really just having him there and his positivity that he brings everywhere he goes, and his insight, obviously into his own book, and uh, you know him making sure that uh, we stayed true to the themes and the and the feelings of the book, but maybe not like every single little detail. He was kind of loose about that. Um, was was um, vital, totally vital.
3: I really felt like you were a piece of the puzzle. And, you know, if we hadn't had you, it wouldn't have been complete. Like that first night and we went to get pizza together. Yeah. I really felt yeah. like that was the first night we felt like family. It was it was it was it just felt like
5: having him there. It meant like we couldn't really do anything wrong, like in the sense that he would he as long as he said it was OK. Like, hopefully we'd be making everyone who was such a big fan of the book happy. And he's also really funny. So <laughs> he'd make us laugh. And yeah, it was nice. Yeah, like
2: what did you do, up? Jake? What did,
4: I, what did I do? I was just there. The DJ mandates that a director has to be on set. <laughs> so I just stood there and they gave me a check and it was great. Like, it was awesome. No, I mean, the the, the really great thing about about John is, is exactly what he said, is that he's so, A, excited just to be making a movie and really wants the movie to stand on its own as a piece of art. And is like, if we had to talk about a change to a scene or something for a character or a thing that was going to be different, he was excited to explore that because it is, in a way, like, a second chance at these characters and to work with great actors that can explore them. And so it's just having a great creative partner there to work on it with.
0: I did almost nothing. They're all being very nice. Um, But uh, Jake worked like 22 hours a day for the last year. So that was nice. Thanks, Jake.
5: Thanks, Jake. He did.
2: Yeah. He did. Yeah, Jake. Jake is the hardest working director that I've ever worked with. He's uh, he he works his ass off, and he it, gave it, it up it shows his soul for
3: this film. So we love him
2: for that. By the end of the it's shoot, gone. he
0: just became paler and smaller and thinner. And I remember he one night he looks so much better now. He yeah. Looks, yeah, he looks like a He's person healthy. now, but he looked like a zombie at the end of it. And one night, I remember he came over to my, he texted me, and he came over to my apartment, and he just knocked on the door, and he was like, "Can I, can I have a frozen pizza? I think I forgot to eat today." And I was like, ah, "You've come to the right place." Please do you because have I've anything got a hundred frozen Lisa.
1: pizzas. Also, he wore
5: a suit to set every day, which was super, so dashing. Cool. Yeah. Suit
4: and tie. So it
5: was dashing. very, it was very like old fashioned. Very That's just so
4: cool. I don't get mistaken for a PA. You know, I'm just
0: trying to. <laughs> He also has an exceptionally strong shoe game while we're complimenting Jake. I mean, every right, day enough he would, of this. we'd be we like hiking on the thing. Can we'd I be like hiking clip? through the mud Can in North Carolina, and he'd be wearing these like amazing designer shoes. We're, we're
1: gonna stop know. embarrassing Jake and let him set up the last clip. And then we'll we'll get to you guys in questions in a second after
4: that. All right. So the last clip is the uh, we talked a little bit about it. We talked about the gas station scene And this when I read the book, this was really one of the first scenes where it was like I have to film this scene. I mean, it's so visual in the way John writes about it. And it also was just, it really was one of the most fun days on set because everyone was just running all over the place <laughs> and throwing things and it was just a-
5: Nat yeah. has a really cool spin.
4: Yeah, I got to
2: like live out my fantasy of destroying a grocery store. You know, that thing that goes right. through my mind every single time I go inside a grocery store. And I'm like, what if I could just throw everything off the shelf on the ground and stomp on it? And then Jake said, do that. Yeah, yeah. it was great. You so
3: so, so sweet, okay.
4: Oh, here we go. All right, this is how this is gonna work. I'm the gas man. I start to fill up. You guys run inside while the pump is pumping.
5: I take the credit card to the guy behind the counter and hold our spot in line.
4: IP. Jesus, dude. What, I had a lot to drink.
5: I've got liquids.
2: You? Tortilla chips, beef jerky, pretzels, peanuts, Milk Duds, Twizzlers, got it.
5: And definitely, definitely get cleaning supplies. It reeks in here.
4: All right, as soon as the tank is full, I'm honking the horn and all of you guys have 10 seconds to hop back in or I'm leaving your asses.
2: That's you, baby.
0: Six minutes flat! Yeah. Nice.
4: Also, uh, there's a little extra secret in that scene in the movie when you go see it, but we can't say what it is. Shh. You shush. Okay. Shh.
1: <laughs> All right, we're going to take another question from social media here from Brooke, uh, Books You Know. Best high school memory. John.
0: Uh, I've got a lot of good and terrible high school memories. Maybe the best was, uh, the last night of high school I went to, uh, we didn't have a prom, but we had a thing called senior banquet and I went with a really good friend, not a, not a girlfriend, um, named Amanda who now lives in New York by the way. And, uh, it was just an amazing night with people I'd come to really care about and the kind of the formative friendships of my, of my youth. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, just had great conversations and it was just a really special night.
1: Teenage memory, Kara? Probably
3: leaving. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, lo- I loved school so much. Um, it was probably... This is funny. Well, I used to play a lot of pranks at school. I wasn't uh, distracting. I was just doing it to make people laugh. I think people will learn more when they're having a good time. Um, so I used to play a lot of pranks. Um, don't... These are a couple of tips if you want some good ones. I used to... Um, you know, come up with like little lines to say while we were in class. And when I'd say them, everyone would freeze and we just wait for as long as possible until the teacher got really confused. And then like every time the teacher turned around, um, we would move our desks and chairs closer to the teacher every time. So by the end, we were all like (laughs) stuck at the front. Just a a couple little things like that. And also get as many song title names as you could into your answers for the questions. You're like, you know, well, I'm gonna, anyway.
1: (laughs) Your turn. Okay.
2: Um, well, I was technically a teenager when we made the movie, so I can say that making this movie was one of the best experiences oh, that I I'm had jealous. as a teenager. And now I leave it up to Halston to come up with something creative.
3: <laughs> uh, go, Halston, go. No, well, um,
5: I, like I said, like Paper Towns was the high school experience I always wanted. So I guess my favorite high school memory was maybe when I graduated. <laughs> no, we Nothing actually had, we had a really yeah. cool speaker, we had Sarah Silverman and she spoke and uh, cool. she gave oh, some really good fancy. advice. And yeah. um, Your
0: high school graduation speaker was Sarah Silverman? <laughs> yeah.
5: It was amazing. We that had like a local amazing.
0: business leader. You were
5: booked, John. John, you were booked. No, she gave really good advice. She said to, to eulogize the living, which is really dark, but um, I don't know. It just really resonated with me. And
4: <laughs> was it favorite or most embarrassing? Was it?
0: most embarrassing? Yeah, but Jake. I most embarrassing. But she, said she said most, most embarrassing. embarrassing.
4: All I remember is Oh, we, you said I,
5: most embarrassing?
4: No, she didn't, but I oh, want to hear Jake's embarrassing story. <laughs> Jake, most embarrassing. This isn't going to quite on, live go. up to your expectations. All of high school was the most embarrassing for me. but. Uh-huh. Uh, I I, I went to high school in Berkeley, which is like a weird place on the other side of the country where weird things happen. So our biology teacher uh, taught us how to make moonshine with uh, apple juice and fermented yeast. And then he was like, none of you make this at home, (laughs) wink, wink. And so everyone made moonshine in their houses, in their basements. And then the first time me and my friend Aaron went to take it to a party, he spilled it in my mom's trunk. And so for the rest of high school, my mom's Camry smelled like fermented uh, (laughs) apple juice. So there you go. So don't there's do that a that at home. there's don't a little underage that. drinking story for you. Yeah, but <laughs> it's so
0: nerdy that I don't I don't know <laughs> that it really counts. <laughs>
4: we didn't drink it because he spilled it. So you know.
3: oh, got it. Sure. So spilled your drink An kids.
4: attempt at underage well, drinking. <laughs> <there>. so, <Woo>. <laughs> that's <laughs> spill your. Drink. It's a lesser crime.
1: Do you want to ask everybody the last one here from at fan community? I'll do it. Yeah, sure. you do it, Kara. At one? fan community.
3: I can't read. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Can you describe the cost of pip downs in one word? Brilliant. Am I
0: right?
4: <laughs> no
0: uh, Car stole my word. Fun um, I would actually say kind uh, because I think like ultimately what my memory of it and like what stands out for me is this extraordinary generosity they showed to the story and like how much of themselves they gave to those characters and how hard they worked um, and also how good they were and are to each other. So That's I like would say 80 kind.
4: words. That's so I many said, He's words. A My word is kind. He's a
3: writer. He's a
5: writer.
2: I would say friends.
5: Uh, dedicated. I think everyone loved this story so much and they just put all of their heart into it. And um, hopefully it shows in the movie.
3: Supercalifragilistic. All right,
4: well, John calif- took all the nice, sweet stuff that I also believe in. They're wonderful people. I'll just go with young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are just
3: lovely compared,
4: today. To, compared to us. That's
1: fair. Uh, I think, do you guys have some questions out here in the audience? Uh, how's it going, everybody? Uh, my question is actually for John. I want to know, you know getting a second crack at these things, you know, when it comes to maybe an ending or a scene or something like that, is that added pressure? Or do you look at it as sort of a, a blessing that you know, maybe something that the, the book came out, and you can never really sort of uh, re-release a book or do a second edition of a book, but a movie is a second go at things. So how do you
0: approach that? Thanks. That's a great question. I mean, there are a lot of blessings in being able to kind of go back to the story. Uh, I think Scott and Mike, who wrote the screenplay, did a lot of things that, looking back, I wish I'd done in the book. That's also true in *The Fault in Our Stars*, um, especially having uh, Angela on the road trip um, and really uh, drawing out those relationships and the arcs of the characters who aren't, you know, the two central characters. Um, and I really enjoyed watching that happen. But I. I Tragically, can't take credit uh, for any of it. Also, I mean, the kids made the movie better. There's one thing, I don't want to spoil it, but like there's one moment where they all sing a song together. That's one of my favorite things that, uh, in the whole movie. And they just, Halston or possibly Justice, they argue about it, like just came up with it, you know, while we were Here's on me, set. John. It was Halston. I <laughs> remember it as being Halston, but I love Justice, and I don't want to hurt. It his was feelings. Halston. I feel like I have to
2: defend Justice because nope. he's my friend. No, and no, she, I'm no it was right, Halston. Next to you. right, right was Halston. Next. It is way more like Justice to lie. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I have a vague memory of Justice coming up with I have a vague memory <laughs> of Justice coming up with it. So I, I just have to. Put anyway, that out yeah. There.
0: So like uh, one of the Halston. fun things about that it collaboration, one of the fun things about it that collaboration was is that was more things can happen, like more good things can come from it than
4: can just come from me writing a novel.
3: Holston actually wrote Paper Towns, so <laughs> anyway.
4: That was a. I just. I mean, that was a really amazing thing about having a group of kids who are all between 18 and 22 as the cast, because there are a lot of references in the movie where you know. You could just go to them and be like, what was relevant to you? Like, what was the movie you guys snuck into when you were younger? And then that goes right in the film, and it's authentic, and it comes from them. And that was great to be able to add.
0: I do want to say, though, that I I quite like the book. Um, And uh, and even though it was written a long time ago, like, uh, I... I, I, do, I, do, I don't I do have any desire to change it, you know? Like I don't have a desire to go back and change it. And I think the book is the book and the movie is the movie. And I, I'm so glad that that is true, that the book isn't trying to be a movie and the movie doesn't try to be a book.
1: Uh, hi, um, I'm, I'm a huge fan from Kuwait. Uh, I came all the way here to watch you guys. Um, me and my friends- Thanks. Ex- You're welcome. Hi, thanks for coming. Uh, my friends and I um, at school, we have this thing called the Jara Crew. <laughs> Uh, we made it a long time ago, about a year ago, I think, because um, uh, we're really huge fans of you, John, and Kara. So I was wondering if I could get a shout-out from you guys.
0: Yeah, it, thank you so for much. Them.
1: Jara.
4: Jara! Jara! We Jara. love the Jara Club!
0: <laughs> thank you. You guys rule.
5: Well, first, I just wanted to say that the faultner stars changed my life because like, my mom was actually has a terminal diagnosis, and she was supposed to pass away a while ago but she's still here today, thank God. <laughs> and, um, like, enough of the sappy stuff. Um, I just would... My question was, um, if Augustus and Hazel were best friends with Q and Margo, what kind of adventures would they go on? Oh,
0: that's oh, a great that's question. Cool.
5: That's the cutest question.
0: Um, first, I uh, about the sappy stuff, if I may for a moment just say thank you and thanks for sharing that with me, but also thank you for... Um, Finding stuff to connect to in that story because that means more to me than anything. I mean, that's the it's the greatest gift uh, in my life. So thank you. Um, uh, I think that uh, I think that Gus and Hazel and uh, Q and Margo could have a heck of a good road trip. Um, in some ways, like uh, Gus and Hazel were sort of denied a good road trip because their author lived uh, across an ocean, so they could they couldn't drive. Um, But I think it would be fun. In the first draft of The Fault in Our Stars, I had uh, Hazel and um, Van Houten go on a road trip to Mexico. Uh, It's turned out to be a very bad thing on many levels. My publisher and editor, Julie Strauss-Gable, who's here today, blessedly said the first 200 pages of this novel are quite promising and the last 50 pages reads like really terrible John Green fan fiction. Like, you got, you got to the end of the book and you were like, there hasn't been a road trip, I guess I have to have one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, maybe they'd go on a grand adventure to the Grand Canyon together or something. Disneyland. Oh, Disneyland, yeah. That'd be easy, because uh, Q and Margo are already in Orlando. so.
5: Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so my question is for Kara, specifically. I love you and... <laughs> love weird. you too, babe, Sorry. thank
1: you. Like, your transition from being a model and going into the acting world, just in general, how do you, how did you do that
5: transition and how did you feel, um, Jake, with having... I mean, I know you guys love Kara, but how did you feel with having someone... Like, were you okay with that? Were you kind of, like, scared about it? I wasn't that too okay or?
4: with it. It was really... No, wait. So, I just want to say... So, Cara, you're 22, right? so I when I was twenty two I think I worked as a data entry clerk at like my friends' moms. like we have all done things before we do the thing we eventually are going to do, and like they're all such a young cast. Car has been in a, a bunch of movies before this, and Justice and Jazz hadn't been in a movie before. Like no one at this level should be judged for what they did beforehand. It's only about the talent that you bring to it, and you know, Carr didn't get this role because. I also don't really use Instagram or know anything about fashion. The shoes thing is wrong. Uh, I didn't know who Cara was really before this either. She came into the room and she blew us away with her audition, and that's why she's in this movie, and for no other reason than that. Yeah, Kara, I, I mean,
0: Cara would be in the movie if she'd never been a model because uh, when, it, as long as she'd gotten an audition. Because when she got the audition, it was very clear that she was that she was the right person to play Margot and that she understood in like seemingly impossible ways what it's like to be one of those people who everyone is paying attention to, but no one is actually listening to. And, um, and that's one of the key, that's the key thing about Margot, you know, Margot has to get, has to be pushing against that. And I could feel that in the audition so intensely. And also she made Nat uh, you know like she made Nat better and and the way that they worked together was really intense and exciting and Yeah, I, I, I completely agree like she's just a, I mean, I'm gonna let you answer the question, but like from my from our perspective oh, like That's a hard she, question she, for her to answer She's and I just agree, a great 100%. actor. Yeah.
3: I don't know I what agree. to say. I feel like you guys said anything. I don't I feel like as a cast We all made each other better and that's why I think all of us um, worked so well together I don't know for me I think we live in a world where we all love so many different things. And I think to put anyone in a box is the worst thing you can do nowadays. Um, I feel like maybe I'll change what I do when I'm 80 years old. I feel like that's why we're so blessed and why we have such an amazing world where we can kind of branch out and do these things. You know, there are a lot of actresses who are amazing who were models before, but they just weren't really known models. Um, And I think for me, if I was to ever get a part because of my following, I would rather not do it at all. You know, I, I want to be picked because I bring something to the role that maybe other people don't, and if not, then I'll just carry on modeling. It's not a bad job, I don't care.
2: <laughs> and if she doesn't, yeah, and if she you don't keep acting, we're all gonna be really upset. You're too talented.
3: Thanks, pretty. Because Nat's going to be a supermodel very soon. Yeah,
2: uh-huh. I'm, I will be taking up yeah, the supermodel. Yeah, that's the other thing. Nobody ever talks uh,
0: about. Nobody ever talks about my dudes,
2: supermodel career.
0: Dudes who are are both actors and and models, which are most movie stars, including yeah. like uh, girls. Huh? Like and I goals. mean, like Ansel is a is a great actor who is in the Fault in Our Stars, but also does a ton of modeling. Nat and is a, a, a brilliant DJ. actor. I don't do modeling. You, aren't you a supermodel? <laughs> no.
2: Not to my knowledge, but maybe, is there anybody here he casting He also does music.
3: Holston's an incredible horse rider and does many other things, philanthropy-wise. You know, we all have, diff- he does books. Did you know that? True. I know, we he all He
0: does have books. He does no, I do books. I do
3: Apparently, I'm very good at English, so that's good. Where? How have we got it?
0: Hi. Hi. What happened to your arm? Uh, Did you get that cast, just so they would ask, just so you could ask a question? Sign it? Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: okay. I'll sign I your cast. I was
5: wondering,
3: um, what, like, like
5: behind the scenes, like, what did you guys, <laughs> I was wondering, like, what your favorite moments were, like, behind the scenes and stuff?
0: Uh, they like, all went out to dinner a lot, and, like, sometimes they would let me come, and that's some of my favorite memories, is just of, like, uh, going to dinner with them, um, and then I guess my least favorite behind the scene memory is that, uh, is when they would um, break into my apartment at three o'clock in the morning and jump on my bed she and has scream until I woke bed. up. cookies next to his bed, it's amazing. And then they would make fun yeah. of me because I eat cookies in bed because I was <laughs> alone and lonely for two months and I eat cookies in bed and I'm not gonna apologize for it. And Halston and would be like, why are you eating cookies in bed? And I would be like, because- Why are
5: you not <laughs> eating cookies in bed? But that's when I started to like John even more. I was like, okay, we're friends.
3: <laughs> um, Finally. <laughs> Cara, I was wondering if you can sign my cast. Yeah. Cat here, come to me, child. <laughs> cool.
2: <laughs> What's your <her> name? Carly? Connie <laughs> with a K? Yeah. Thank you so much. Some behind so the scenes. Awesome. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I guess one of my, one of my favorite uh, behind-the-scenes memories was a lot for me, a lot of the, the, the work that I did to play Quentin was like almost going back in a time machine and like limiting myself and going back to a time when, and, and listening to a lot of music that I listened to um, that was on the radio when I, when I was a little younger. Like, uh, do you guys remember the song Human by the Killers? <laughs> So I, had ha- I hadn't heard what? that song in f- in five years, probably. But I started to listen to it again because it got me back to a place um, that I liked for the movie. But then it became like the song of the, the road trip and it became the song of the movie. And um, uh, we listened to it almost every single day. And then yesterday or two days ago, we saw each other. We did a press conference all together for the first time. It was the first time we were all together since the movie, like when everybody was together, even though we've all stayed super close. And we played that song and uh, we were all jumping up and down and I got really teary-eyed. And it's like this song I don't even remember liking that much when I was younger. <laughs>
3: that and
1: Blank Space.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. That, and, and, and the little Tay-Tay. Te- te-
1: and we should yeah. also say that, Nat, you Can are on the soundtrack of the movie. You and your brother Alex, right? Yeah, Nat's yeah.
0: yeah. song in the soundtrack is so oh, great. God. It's called Look Outside, and yeah. I, I love it so much. So, I yeah, I
2: wrote when we finished filming, I was really sad. <laughs> um, you know, it was like coming out of a haze almost. Like, it was this beautiful experience. Thanks, Cara. And, uh, and I wrote this song on my grandparents' piano like two days after we finished called Look Outside, and I sent it to everybody. Um... Uh, you know, totally inspired by the experience making it. And then about four months later, I found out Jake had put it at the end of the movie. So it's super extra special for me and for my brother. And uh, I'm really thankful to Jake and for the studio and everybody for putting it in.
1: Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Go see the movie, July 21st, right? Yeah, 4th, July 24th, go see Paper Towns.
4: Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, it's been great to meet you. Take care. Thank you yeah, so much. thank you guys so much.
2: <laughs>